0: This is Outcasting Overtime, from Media for the Public Good, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Hi, I'm Tim, an Outcasting Youth participant. On December 26, 2021, Desmond Tutu died at the age of 90. Tutu was a religious leader in South Africa and a longtime advocate against apartheid. He was also an advocate for LGBTQ equality. A BBC report quoted him as saying, I would refuse to go to a homophobic heaven. No, I would say sorry. I mean, I would much rather go to the other place. I would not worship a god who is homophobic and that is how deeply I feel about this." In a video released by the UN Free and Equal campaign, an initiative of the United Nations Human Rights Office, he said, Around the world, lesbians, gay men, and bisexual and transgender people are denigrated, attacked, imprisoned, tortured, even killed because of who they are or whom they love. I cannot worship a homophobic God. I oppose such injustice with the same passion that I opposed apartheid. Together, we can build a world that is free and equal. Hearing these powerful words and learning about the life of an activist like Desmond Tutu made me consider whether I'm also an activist. I certainly didn't feel like one in comparison. Tutu was the Anglican Archbishop of Cape Town, South Africa, In 1984, he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, and in 2009 in the United States, he received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. I'm only in high school, and I wondered, Tutu was such a towering activist, is it even possible to also think of myself as an activist? Before I started really thinking about what activism means, the things that came to mind were physical demonstrations, direct actions, sit-ins, marches, things like that. I'd never done any of that. I'd never even gone to a protest. Like other people my age, I had certainly learned in school about the history of racism, but for most of my life, I didn't hear a lot about people spending their days and nights participating in protests. So I think that the surge of the Black Lives Matter movement in 2020 and media coverage about it helped a lot of young people understand racism in a more powerful way. A couple of years ago, when I was in 10th grade, I joined my school's Gay Straight Alliance or GSA on a whim when I saw one of its flyers posted in the school. I'm straight, and I think I had some misconceptions about LGBTQ people when I first joined. Through the GSA, I learned about outcasting. At our outcasting sessions, we talk about activism and how it has created the LGBTQ equality we have today. But that equality is incomplete. Despite important progress, LGBTQ people still face a lot of discrimination. I've grown to realize that this discrimination is wrong. Some of it is based in hatred, but a lot is based in unfamiliarity and this can be addressed through enlightenment and activism. Being in the GSA and outcasting has enabled me to discuss LGBTQ issues, and I've begun learning about LGBTQ history and culture. Among other things, I've learned that, for a long time, LGBTQ people were often so vilified in society that it could be risky for them to come out. Gay sex was criminalized in many parts of the country. In many places, there were laws that made it difficult for LGBTQ people to gather, People could be arrested for even being in an LGBTQ space, like a gay bar, a place where LGBTQ people could congregate and even form bonds as a community, and that could result in the loss of their families, their jobs, and even their homes. And the idea of legalizing same-sex marriage was so far off the charts that for a long time, many people didn't think of it as something that should even be pursued. More recently, things have gone better. At least in the US, LGBTQ topics are part of mainstream conversation. LGBTQ people are portrayed on TV and in movies, and not always as doomed or evil characters as they often were in the past. The mainstream media no longer cover LGBTQ politics in such a negative light, though there's a lot of room for improvement. Many high schools and even some middle schools have gay-straight alliances where LGBTQ students can share their experiences and where straight allies can learn how to support their peers. A handful of states now require public schools to include LGBTQ history, to teach about Harvey Milk as well as Martin Luther King, And some states are barring medical professionals from the often dangerous practice of conversion therapy or trying to turn gay people straight. And as for marriage equality, I'm part of a generation that sees it as just normal. It doesn't even seem like something that was controversial or that advocates had to fight for, though of course it was. All that being said, there's a lot yet to be done. It's still legal to discriminate against LGBTQ people in many parts of the U.S., and many states are introducing and enacting new laws that target LGBTQ people. But the growth of LGBTQ equality in the U.S. today is undeniably the result of years of continuing activism. So where do I fit into all of this? Am I an activist? As we've talked at my GSA and at- outcasting, I've learned that there are lots of different ways of advocating. Aside from physical demonstrations, activists also gather and disseminate information, study what earlier generations of activists have done, and recognize problems in society and come up with ways to solve them. I joined my school's GSA and outcasting because I want to learn, and I am learning about LGBTQ issues, history, discrimination, and activism. I'm finding out how to recognize injustice, and by learning more, I can share that information with other people so that they can become aware of the injustices and maybe even join the movement. So as I think about equality, it is starting to make sense to think of myself as an activist, I've learned that before I really started thinking about this, I may not have had the perspective to see a broader picture. I've learned that activism includes talking with elected officials to try to get them to enact policies that promote equality, which is how marriage equality was enacted in 2011 here in New York State. It includes bringing lawsuits to challenge laws that are unjust or even unconstitutional, which is how we got marriage equality nationally in 2015. It can involve something as simple as discussing these issues in my GSA. And talking with my friends who aren't in the GSA. And it includes educating the public on these issues so that there's more public support and acceptance, which is essential for political and legal advocacy. So talking and thinking about these issues is helping me see the diversity of pro-LGBTQ voices and how they fit into a bigger picture. The movement for equality is really a lot of movements working toward equality for everyone who has faced discrimination. I'm 17 now, and I don't know what role activism may play in my future, but I'll try to keep learning and respecting people. When I first heard about Desmond Tutu's death, I thought of him as someone from a very different generation, and he seemed worlds away. But his statement that he would not worship a homophobic god and would rather go to hell than to a homophobic heaven, plus my own involvement in outcasting in my school's GSA, have inspired me to think of myself as part of something much bigger than I had envisioned before. It's helped me to think of the community of activists as us, not them. It's big, it's important, it's been going on for a long time, and I'm part of it. Thanks for listening to Outcasting Overtime from Outcasting Media, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Outcasting Media is a production of Media for the Public Good, based in New York. We thank the United Nations for permission to include audio of Desmond Tutu from the launch of the UN Free and Equal campaign in Cape Town in 2013. Outcaster Isha helped in creating this piece. Our executive producer is Mark Sophus. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about Outcasting, make your tax-deductible donation, watch Outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to Outcasting and related content. You can also find Outcasting on Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Pocketcasts, and other podcast sites. Thanks, and thanks for listening.